0: The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. When I was a young man, I just got married. I went to my uncle's home for a July 4th party. I'm sitting there in the house, and the party is beautiful. We're on the 30th floor overlooking the East River. I think it was the East River, where they do the fireworks. So if the fireworks show is beautiful, if you can imagine what that looks like, when you're 30 floors up in the sky, and the fireworks are exploding all around you. Could you imagine? Amazing. The show is over, and everyone starts to go home. We open the door. I'm there with my family, with my new wife, with all of my extended family, my brothers, my sisters. I'm the oldest in my family. So all of my single brothers and sisters are there with my parents. We walk out into the hall of this giant high-rise building, and the hallway is packed with people. The elevators are jammed. We start moving our way down the packed hallway of the 30th floor to the stairwell. Maybe we'll walk down. The stairwell is crammed with people all the way down. Can't leave. My father had to get home. You know, he was in a bit of a rush. He wanted to get back for the evening services in the shul where he's the rabbi. So my father decided that he was going to leave Get his way down. Walk down this. I don't even know. But I was newly married. We had no kids. We had no responsibilities. We just relaxed. You know what? We'll chill here. What do we need to run for? I sat in the apartment. We enjoyed. We had a drink. We relaxed. We were there for an hour and a half. Now this building is on the East River. It's in Long Island. Some of you will see it when you're driving along on the highway over there. It's got the orange slice right next to the Pepsi Cola sign over there. That's where the building is. My father's driving back to Deal. How far is it from that building to Deal, New Jersey? An hour and a half? We leave an hour and a half after they left the apartment. I open the door to look in the hallway. Coast is clear. Take the elevator down like a king. Get in my car. We drive home. As I'm driving home, I pull onto the West Shore Expressway. I'm driving in the passing lane. And I say to my wife, that's weird. You know... Anyone know, like, you know when you could tell that it's your car? Because everybody's car has, like, its bumps. Like, you know, the bumper is smashed in on that side. Or you have, like, the weird, uh, you know, uh, bumper sticker. Like, my child is an honor roll student. Or my child beat up your honor roll student. Stuff like this, you know? So I look up and I say to my wife, I I think that's... My my wife says, it's impossible. They left an hour and a half ago. They They should be home already. We're only 20 minutes, 30 minutes away from... Anyway, I pull up next to the car... I look in the car. It's my father. I can't believe it. I honk the horn. My father looks up. I waved him like with like this weird like. What? We didn't have cell phones. Waved to him. Waves back. Don't understand. Go home. The next morning I get to school. And I woke up to my father, and I said, Abba, what happened last night? He says, What do you mean, what happened? I said, Last night I was driving home. I saw you in the lane. I come up. I waved. Hello. You wave wave back, but what's it called? But you left an hour and a half before, you should have been home already. My father goes white. And he says, That was you? I was like, What? I said, Yeah, it was me. He says, You don't understand. I I was so confused. He says, That was you? I said, He says, Let me tell you what happened. I was driving home. It was so late. It took us so long to get out. I fell asleep while I was driving the car. And all of a sudden, someone honked their horn next to me, woke me up, waved to me. I waved back to say thank you to him for saving the lives of my wife and eight children. That was you? This is not physically possible. They should have did he get lost? You know? But in exact has anyone here ever fallen asleep at the wheel? For a second? Your car starts to drift. What do you have? One second, two seconds before you run into the guardrail? Do you understand the amount of time, the specific, exact timing for me to be there exactly at that moment? Could you understand how things need to, that's what it means when we talk about the fact that God runs every aspect of this world? So when we come and ask Him for life, we're asking the person, the being, God forbid, not a person, the being that runs everything. But Hashem asks us only for one thing in return. You want to plug into me for life, for blessing? Don't ask. You don't need to ask. If you're plugged in, you get it because you're plugged in we ask for life. Chaim. Once we're connected with you, it happens automatically. That's when Elul is not dysfunctional. That's when we're not using God, but rather we're connecting with Him. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories2inspire.org